0: You're listening
1: to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on.
0: Hello and welcome to the Beauty podcast. My name is Shazzy Hunt and you are listening to our Tuesday Ask an Expert episode. Now we're going to get a little serious today and talk about skin checks. During my preparation for this interview, I came across this quote that said, if you have skin, you're at risk of skin cancer. And obviously we all have skin, so it seems like a bit of a silly thing to say. But the thing is, many of us seem to have this false impression that skin cancer will happen to someone else, and certainly not to us or any of our loved ones. Yet according to the government's Cancer Australia website, last year alone in this country, over 17,700 people were diagnosed with new cases of melanoma. That figure to me is sobering. And it's also a reminder that sticking your head in the sand and avoiding getting those regular skin checks is not doing yourself any favours at all. So that's why today we're joined by Professor Anne Cust, who is the chair of the Cancer Council Skin Cancer Committee. Professor Cust, thank you for joining us on Beauty.
1: Thanks for having me, Shazie.
0: Back to basics here. What is a skin check if someone has never heard of one?
1: So a skin check can take several forms. But a full skin check is essentially where you get down to your underwear and you have someone or yourself look over all parts of your skin to look for new or changing spots.
0: Who is qualified to perform a skin check? So we'll put self-checking aside for a moment. We will come back to that because it's super important. But who is the right person that's qualified to do a skin check?
1: Well, all GPs in Australia are trained to do skin checks, although there might be some that have, you know, a particular interest in it. You can also go to a skin cancer clinic, which are usually staffed by GPs with a particular interest in skin cancer. And if you're high risk or you need specialist advice, then you can also see a dermatologist.
0: I just want to really point out the difference here. You know, many of us have gone to see a doctor or a nurse or another medical practitioner and gone, hey, look, I've got this funny thing on my arm. Can you have a look at it? That's not a skin check, is it? That's just kind of getting one thing checked out.
1: Yeah. And this is where a bit of confusion can happen because it is a type of skin check. It's checking your skin for a particular lesion. And they're really important. If you do notice something, then it is important to take that to a health professional and get them to check it. And it might just be looking at one or two particular spots. But if you are at high risk, then you should be also having a full skin check, you know, perhaps every year, you know, even if you haven't noticed anything on your skin that can help them, you know, find anything new or changing.
0: That's such a good point. Just because you don't see anything, it doesn't mean you shouldn't be having a skin check as well. Now, you mentioned stripping down to your underwear. I would like to hear if someone shows up for a skin check, walk us through the procedure. How does it happen?
1: Yeah, so if you're going for a full skin check, obviously you need the doctor to check as much of your skin as possible. So whatever you're comfortable removing, usually it involves getting down to your underwear and... The doctor will usually use a dermatoscope, which is a device that they hold in their hand, a little bit like a microscope. It helps them look really closely at the lesion. And they will check your skin, head to toe, both sides of your body, including your scalp and in between your toes and fingers. And they'll look really closely at any spots that you've got on your body You know, if something looks a little bit suspicious, they might ask you if it's changed recently or if it's a new spot. That's why sometimes they might take a photo and ask you to come back in three months to see if it's changed. Or they might ask that you you know, take some photos and monitor it yourself. If they're worried about it, they might ask you to come back.
0: How long does the appointment even take? Does it cost anything?
1: Well, if you go to your GP, then it depends on whether your GP vault bills or not, but it could take anywhere from, say, 10 minutes to half an hour, depending on how thoroughly the doctor is going over your skin, how many spots you've got.
0: In terms of what the expert is looking for when they're examining those spots under that special instrument, what are they looking for?
1: Well, they often refer to these a b c d e guidelines and the a refers to something asymmetrical so not the completely round shape but something a bit you know funny edges b is for border irregularity so yeah anything that's got blurry around the outside c is for color variation so if the spot itself yeah has different colors within it it's not all the same shade D is for diameter, so you can have very small melanomas, but the most typical melanoma will sort of grow across the skin, so lesions that are, you know, wider in size are also a red flag. And E is for evolving, so anything changing in size, shape or colour or elevation or if it's itchy, bleeding or crusty, these are all warning signs. And sometimes they also refer to an f criteria which can be funny looking so sometimes they talk about the ugly duckling sign so everyone's got their own sort of shape of moles for example but if you've got one mole or a spot that sticks out it's looking a little bit not like the rest yeah then you can say it's a bit funny looking and you should get that checked out or sometimes people say f for fast growing so anything that's changing quickly.
0: And is it primarily that they're looking for melanoma or are there other skin concerns that are also being looked for in a skin check?
1: Yeah, so they're definitely looking for different types of skin cancers. Melanoma is the most concerning because that's the one that's linked to the highest mortality rates. Much more common skin cancers that have a much better prognosis are things like basal cell carcinomas or BCCs and squamous cell carcinomas or SCCs. If they find them, they'll also remove them they're not as dangerous, but they do indicate you know that you're at higher risk of a melanoma and obviously they're reflective of past sun damage. And about three-quarters of Australians will get some type of skin cancer in their life when you include the BCCs and the SCCs.
0: Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Something unusual or suspicious is discovered during the skin check. What happens next?
1: If they're quite worried about it, then they may remove it straight away or within a few days. If they think it might not be something bad, they might take a photo and ask you to come back in three months. If they do remove the spot, then they'll send that off to pathology and the pathologist will look at it under the microscope and provide a report back to the doctor as to whether it's benign, so there's nothing wrong with it, or whether it's skin cancer or an early form of skin cancer.
0: And then based on those results, what are the treatment plans that are put into place moving forward?
1: If it's a melanoma, then you'll have to go back in for usually what they call a wide local excision. So they'll take a bigger um, area of skin around where the spot was removed, just to make sure that it's all clear and they haven't left any behind. You know, if they've definitely got all the skin cancer, if it's a minor lesion, then that will be it. You'll just have to yeah, be careful for next time, make sure you keep monitoring your skin.
0: As I said at the start, we all have skin, so we all need to be having skin checks. But how often are you meant to be going?
1: Well, this is a really tricky question actually because it depends person to person on the type of skin you've got and your risk factors. So the National Guidelines... There's no actual screening, national screening program for melanoma or other skin cancers like there is for, say, bowel or breast cancer. The recommendations are for people to have what they say is opportunistic skin checks, so patient or doctor sort of driven skin checks. So what they recommend is that you have a good idea of what your personal risk is. There are some risk calculators online, for example, the melanoma.org.au website has some risk calculators to give you some information about what your risk level might be. So have a think about things like your skin colour, if it's quite fair, if you've got red hair, that's a risk factor, family history. If you've already got lots of moles, that's a skin cancer. Moles are actually... Partially genetically determined, but also um, the more time you spend in the sun as a child, the more moles you'll normally get. So it's a bit reflective of your past sun history as well. If you've had lots of sunburns or you've been using sunbeds in the past, that's another risk factor. So if you've got lots of risk factors, then it's recommended that you have, say, an annual skin check. But if you're low risk, then really you don't need to have regular skin checks. Maybe just keep an eye on your own skin, make sure if there's anything new or changing, that you get it checked out.
0: Let's talk about self-examination then. So what are some of the ways you can do a proper, thorough self-examination, not just a you know cursory, oh, what's that on my arm, a real self-examination?
1: If you want to do a full skin check yourself, then the best way is to be in a well-lit room, stand in front of a full-length mirror, start at the top and work your way down your body including using a brush or, or a hairdryer to part your hair in sections. It's obviously easier to do this with a partner or a friend or a housemate if you can, because there's some parts of your body that are hard to see, for example, on your back. But if you are on your own, you can use a mirror. So yeah, just go methodically down your body, all the way down. Don't forget looking at your ears and you know, around your nose and your lips. Don't forget to check in places that may not have seen a lot of sun because it is possible to get skin cancer even in parts of your body that haven't seen a lot of sun. If there's anything that you see that you'll be unsure about, you might want to take a photo and and monitor that.
0: It's about really understanding your own skin and going, okay, those spots are there and they're always there and they don't change and being able to really identify the difference. So I guess that kind of prompts how often are you meant to be doing a self-examination skin check?
1: If you're very high risk, then they recommend perhaps even every three months just to have a look at your own skin.
0: Professor Cuss, thank you for joining us to discuss this vitally important
1: subject. Thanks, Shazie.
0: And thank you for listening today. I'm your host, Shazie Hunt. Our show producer is Michaela Floriano, and audio production is by Leah Porges. And if you haven't already, don't forget to cast your vote in the inaugural You Beauty Awards. We're waiting with bated breath to find out what all the Ubies rate as their absolute top pick products. You'll find a link to vote in the show notes.
1: Catch you next time.